Hello, and thanks as always for listening. My name is Brian, host of The Plant Podcast. The Plant is brought to you by Thin Manager Software, the global leader in industrial thin client management and mobility solutions. Thin Manager is a Rockwell automation technology. In this episode of The Plant, Doug Coulter from Rockwell Automation joined us to talk about the newest release of the Thin Manager platform, version 11. As the product manager for Thin Manager, Doug supplies amazing insight into the Thin Manager product, what features and refinements are now available in version 11, and even a look at what to expect in upcoming releases. Hello and welcome to The Plant. I'm your host, Brian Harned, and joining me today is Doug Coulter, product manager for the Thin Manager platform at Rockwell Automation. This year, Thin Manager turns 20, and in those 20 years, we have continued to refine Thin Manager to meet the challenges and needs of today's manufacturers like no other solution available. We're going to pick Doug's brain to find out some of the new features available now in Thin Manager and also what we can expect in the future. Doug has been on the show before. I'm really happy to have him back and for him to agree to come back. Doug, thanks for agreeing to come back on and talk Thin Manager with us again. Hey, Brian, you know, always happy to, uh, to join the plant podcast. I, I, I mean, I can't believe the 20 years old thing when, uh, when you mentioned that, that kind of made me do a double take. It's, it's pretty crazy. In some ways it seems like it's been just yesterday, you know, other ways it does seem, uh, it seems 20 years. <laughs> yeah. I think when you, when you look at it, you know, you're like, oh, that happened so fast. Yeah. And you start thinking about all the stuff you did and you're like, well, maybe it wasn't that fast. <laughs> That's right, man. That's right. So, um, so version 11, you know, we, we've been on this cycle. We re- released version 10 in uh, December of 17 and version 11 came out this last December of 2018. Um, it has many new features. A large amount of attention this year was placed on localization and security. We've also talked, uh, you know, in, in the marketing meetings about productivity enhancements and stuff like that. Um, I was wondering if you could just start off by by sharing some of the features that have now been incorporated into Thin Manager to address the the localization and um, and kind of where the product will be moving. Yeah, yeah. So definitely excited to release version eleven. Uh, it was December twenty first of of twenty eighteen. You know, I got a lot of positive feedback from our development team and all those surrounded with getting that product out right before Christmas. That that's probably not the best idea. <laughs> so, so going forward, you'll, you'll probably see a little bit of a shift, um, you know, with, with major releases, maybe a couple months after the holidays, since it was, it, it really is kind of challenging to get out right before the holidays, but, but yeah, localization really important for us, you know, since being acquired by Rockwell, you know, in 2016, as you can imagine, a lot of, a lot of, you know, international doors have been opened. I mean, Thin Manager was sold globally, you know, for, for many years, but not with the same sales force that we bring to bear now. So, so this became really important for us. This is really a priority, this localization effort for version 11. You know, we have an existing module called the keyboard configuration module, and, and, and that module supports 43 different languages, but it only applies to keyboard entry within a remote desktop server session. So things like entering relevance usernames and passwords within the within the Thin Manager firmware, within the native portion of the firmware, would only support English characters, right? So you know, n- naming you know display servers, display clients, and lo- locations in the admin console, those only supported 
English characters as well. So um, you know, this this version of uh, Thin Manager version 11, we really focused on improving that uh, improving that localization effort. So what we've done is we've introduced this new module called the Language Selection Module, and initially it's it's supporting uh, languages like French, French Swiss, uh, German, German Swiss. Russian and Spanish, and you'll see that we're going to be adding additional languages throughout the year, and and we'll be able to do that modularly, um, and so you so the end users will only have to update a firmware package, not necessarily a whole version of Thin Manager. So yeah, so our, our our phase one was really addressing that keyboard entry, you know, both within the admin console and within the Thin Manager firmware. Phase two which we'll be looking at for version 12, uh, again, which will be scheduled probably in the February timeframe of, of next year. We'll, we'll look at introducing what we call um, uh, localized strings in, in the firmware so that the prompts that you see will show up in that language, whether that's in our firmware or our mobile clients. Um, and that, that'll be the next step uh, for, you know, for addressing localization across the product. Yeah, that's great. Um, I know we've we've started to make a big push from a marketing standpoint, of course, to not just do English, but but push out into the other languages, um, especially the main European and uh, Asia Pacific, Latin America. Um, also, in Thin Manager Eleven, I know this was our first like real jump to incorporate some of uh, of our Factory Talk users and and how Thin Manager incorporates into Factory Talk. Uh, from Rockwell, can you t talk a little bit about what we've done there to improve? Yeah, that? for sure. So, so version eleven was the first version that introduced a different activation method for our customers, and that specifically is is Factory Talk activation. So, um, our customers will now have the option once they've installed Thin Manager eleven of choosing the activation method that they want to use. They can they can continue to use the traditional you know, Thin Manager master licensing, or they can switch to the factory talk activation method uh, of activating the product. Of course, in order to get the right activation keys, the customer will have to make sure that they're ordering the right catalog number. We introduced um, some new FTA or factory talk activation catalog numbers. Um, so once that order is placed, the, you know, the product key and serial number that's used for, for FTA will be generated, you know, versus the pre-existing catalog numbers, which are still available um, those, of course, generate just the traditional Thin Manager product license. Um, so the other, the other, the other point there is, if a customer is going to use FTA, we do want them to make sure that they're using Factory Talk Activation Manager uh, 4.03.03, and that's because our implementation of FTA uses Code Meter, um, and 4.03.03 is the version that re um, that's required to support Code Meter. And one other thing there is that, that we do support the gold master license. Um, so in our implementation, you know, our uh, users of uh, the, uh, the SI toolkit, you know, uh, Rockwell employees that have a gold master, those, those will work and activate the product. Um, in terms of the, um, in terms of, in terms of the benefit for factory talk view SE, there's a really, really big benefit with version 11 of thin manager combined with factory talk view SE version 11. And that is um, with those two versions, uh, a customer will only require a single SE client license per Thin Manager terminal, and that's really important because you know our, some of our customers are delivering multiple instances or multiple sessions of Factory Talk View SE, coupled with potentially having failover setup in Thin Manager. And previous versions would require an individual SE client license for each one of those sessions, even if it was delivered to a Thin Manager, a single Thin Manager terminal. 
Now with version 11 of both products, that's only going to require one SE client license. It's a really big competitive advantage for Factory Talk View SE when combined with Thin Manager, you know, over the third-party HMI uh, solutions. Yeah, I could see that being very huge, especially with tiling. You get, you know, any kind of display, and you got tiled four different clients or four different sessions, and uh, yeah, one license as opposed to four just right there, you know, would be huge. Absolutely, and imagine if you have if you throw in failover, now you've got four times two, which is eight. Right, and now you're 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 forcing that down to a single SE client license again. Huge benefit, really huge benefit. Yeah, I could definitely see that. All right, well, moving on. Um, the next thing that has been touted with version eleven is the UEFI support, and uh, I don't really know a whole lot about UEFI. I know it's an option when you're creating a virtual machine if you want to use it, but um, what what exactly does that mean for the end users? Yeah. So prior to version 11, um, you know, if, if uh, you know, a customer had a thin client, they were using it with thin manager. It was a thin client that was using a traditional BIOS. Um, you know, as what we're seeing is hardware manufacturers are moving away from that traditional BIOS in favor of UEFI. And so what that means for our end users is that in order for them to continue to have the same broad selection, you know, of hardware that will, you know, that will work with thin manager, it was really important for us to support UEFI going forward. So um, we're, we're really happy to include that in this release. Um, so the short term, again, that's just going to enable our users to still have that broad range of selection, that broad range of choice. But longer term, UEFI is going to open up some doors for us, too, so that we can offer things like Secure Boot, as an example. I gotcha. Okay. Okay. That makes perfect sense. Um, so you can stay in cutting edge, if you will. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, That's where we want to be, Brian. That's where we want to yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. I, I know um, that there are some features that we were looking to get into 11 that didn't quite make the release. And I know we've talked about yeah. 11.1 and kind of some of the, the future updates and what we can expect to happen. But I wonder, as a kind of a, a roadmap to the future, um, what can we expect maybe, you know, down the down the line this year and maybe into next? Yeah, sure. Um, so you're absolutely right. There were some things that we had uh, we had planned to get uh, included in that 11.0 release that had been pushed out. Um, and so what we decided to do was uh, was introduce an 11.1 release uh, that's right now scheduled for June 28th of this summer. Uh, and one of the big things that we've got included in that point release is facial recognition. That was something we wanted to get in 11.0. It's something that we showed at Automation Fair last year in Philadelphia. And essentially that's gonna enable our users to use a real sense 3D camera connected to a thin manager managed thin client and essentially allow a user to authenticate based on that camera recognizing that user's face. So very much like uh, the Surface, you know, the Surface Books, the Surface Pros, of course, like your, your, your new iOS devices that have that face ID implementation. It's a very similar idea where you're enrolling a face assigning it to a relevance user and then enabling thin manager to authenticate you know based on the recognition of that person's face and it'll also have this learning capability because as you know you know our, our faces can change over time typically gradually hopefully um, but you know so, somebody introducing some new uh, you know a new hairstyle or, or lack thereof in my case uh, you know you, you want to make sure that uh, that user can still be recognized so that's going to be built into that very cool now can you combine? authentications like can you have pin and face id or is it kind of like the uh the fingerprint 
you know, like that's, that's it. Yeah, absolutely. You'll, you'll be able to, to still do multi-factor authentication if you like, um, you know, even with fingerprint, you know, you can, you can have thin manager, uh, store that user's password, for example, their AD password, um, so that a fingerprint is all that is required. Of course, if the manager is going to be doing any storing of passwords, it's always done in an encrypted way. Um, but you have a lot of flexibility within manager and, and what's great about that and, and the great, what's great about the manager being the platform for this content delivery is it's really abstracted, you know, from all of the applications that are being delivered. So every time that Thin Manager introduces one of these new authentication methods, it really becomes available to the content that's being delivered, especially like Factory Talk View SE, since we introduced that authentication pass-through capability, uh, you know, last year in December, uh, uh, in the December release of Thin Manager 10. Yeah, I mean, doing doing your password multiple times or authenticating anyway multiple times gets kind of old. Oh yeah, yep, absolutely, absolutely. Um, okay, well, it was. Uh, I know we uh, we had looked at at some of the the mobile uh, applications, and I mean, we were always trying to progress the iOS apps and the Android app and everything. But I, I think that you know we were talking about some of the the features that are available for you know when you're using a, a a non-mobile app that we're getting into some of the other applications. Uh, what, what's the time frame on that? Yeah, so so specifically like IP camera, virtual screens, and tiling, those features originally were were designed and created for our firmware. So so our thin manager managed thin clients, for example, could leverage those capabilities, but not our mobile clients. You know, so IP camera tiling virtual screens was not supported in Win TMC, ITMC, or ATMC. Um, and, and we had hoped in version 11 to have those all at that level where they supported them. We didn't quite make that uh, for a number of reasons. But WinTMC, uh, I'm happy to report, which uh, the latest release is version 4, uh, which is downloadable on our website, does have support for IP cameras, tiling, and virtual screens today. Okay. Um, we're, we're looking to incorporate those features in ITMC and ATMC throughout the year. So. What our users can expect is a kind of a phased release cycle for each of them for ITMC and ATMC. And what they'll expect to see is support for IP cameras first, for example. Um, and then later after IP camera support, we'll be introducing that tiling and virtual screen support as well. Okay, cool. So, I mean, basically throughout the year, it's going to just keep getting beefier. Exactly, exactly. And, it, we, and as always, we apologize when we don't meet these, you know, for our end user, we don't, we don't meet our goals with these releases. Um, typically speaking, there's some, there's usually a very good reason why, and ultimately it generally comes down to the fact that we, we want to make the, you know, whatever we release to have the best, you know, uh, customer experience possible. So if it means pushing something out just to make sure that we ensure that that's, that's what we'll do. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to release something that's buggy or, you know, having problems from the get go. We, we've all experienced that. And we, you know, even our best efforts that still happens from time to time, but you know, we, we try to respond to those as quickly as we can with, with service packs. Et yeah. Well, I know from a marketing standpoint, the, uh, the mobile stuff is, uh, I guess, fun to talk about, if you will. Uh, it's, it's a little bit more, uh, more attractive from a marketing standpoint to talk about all the different features rolling into the mobility. I know, um, one of the things that, that I talk about quite a bit, and a lot of people don't know is just in the, in the nature of how the devices work that, that the some of the wearables, the watches, um, text messages, things like that, that are available just because you can set to get those alerts on your watch or on your phone. That uh, a lot of people don't even know that's possible because we're not talking about those devices 
but that those sure. those features are already there. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, the the uh, the alert emails, the SMS messaging. Um, you know, base, you can basically set that up for any thin manager system type alert. You know, if uh, if a remote desktop server goes, you know, becomes unavailable, as an example, um, or you know, a primary thin manager server becomes unavailable, you can configure thin manager to notify a user in either of those methods. And as you mentioned, Brian, that that can certainly be tied if you have a smartwatch to be notified, you know, directly via smartwatch as well. So absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, all of this is is great stuff. Um, before I let you get out of here, um, every version has you know, the, the feature that, that people aren't really talking about, but is actually really cool. Um, yeah. so what, um, in your opinion, what's something that we've put into 11 that people don't know they're going to love? Mm, I like that. I kind of like a sleeper, sleeper feature pick. Exactly. I, I like that idea. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think the, uh, I think what fits that bill is our updated USB, uh, touchscreen module, um, with, with, for our customers that are using touchscreens, more, more, more often than not, they're using a USB connected touchscreen. And in order to make that work, you would be using our USB touchscreen module. Um, the new version enables some really interesting touch and hold capabilities. So you can configure a touch and hold timeout uh, or time period such that when that time is, is, uh, is triggered, you can have a configurable number of options be presented to the user um, through a context menu. So for example, if you wanted to present them with a list of the available display clients from which to choose, you can do that now. Um, previously, the you know selecting between display clients, you had to either do through tiling or you had to use that display client selector at the top of the screen. And many times that that display client selector was overlaying on top of say an alarm banner in an HMI application. So this is going to be a really welcome, um, you know, change to how how users can can change, you know, switch between display clients, and they can also introduce other actions in that context menu, like you know, launching the calibrate touchscreen utility or or triggering the main menu to be uh, uh, to be presented. So yeah, I think to me that's the that's kind of the sleeper pick. I think customers that realize that they have that option now, they're all going to migrate to that for for navigating between display clients as opposed to the other options today. Yeah, that's that's a a UI improvement that will improve user experience for sure. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I, I like that. That's a good one. That's cool. that's definitely one that people will forget how they ever lived without it. <laughs> that's what we're after, Brian. That, that's exactly what we're at. The Holy Grail right there. How did I live without that's it? That's right. I, can you even believe that wasn't available before? <laughs> all, right, exactly. well, all right. Well, I will let you get out of here. Thanks for talking. I mean, I, I like having you on here every time there's a new release because uh, you, you just get a, a different perspective on some of, some of these things, why, why we put them out there and what exactly they're going to help. For sure. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. So thank you very much for coming on. No problem, Brian. Anytime. We're going to call it quits on this episode of The Plant. We've got some exciting episodes planned for this year, and we hope you will join us for each of them. To learn more about Thin Manager and the new features in version 11, visit thinmanager.com from any and all of your devices. I'm your host, Brian Harned, and we look forward to talking to you next time on The Plant.